Micah Boyette, and you're listening to The Slow Way. This is a podcast about the slow goodness of pursuing a sacred love that transforms everything, including you and me. It's a quiet space where all of us, frantic strivers, serial doers, and weary achievers, are invited in for a moment of reflection, an opportunity for prayer, and a chance to practice going slow in a world that often seems to only value speed, success, and power. Listen, friends, we know what's real. The true thing is deep down underneath the surface. And sometimes you have to stop long enough to notice. So here, let's try. Have a seat. Just for a few minutes, let's go the slow way. This Advent, I'll be sharing a couple of episodes a week to help us center our hearts and minds to make this season a sacred space for us. Each episode, I'll read an original poem written by me, particularly for the season of Advent. Stay tuned after each poem as I guide you through a contemplative practice to help us center our hearts and minds in the presence of God. This poem is called Darkness. It has two epigraphs. One is a quote from Isaiah chapter 60, also right smack in Handel's Messiah. And the other is a quote from John Donne. First, Isaiah chapter 60. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. And this is John Donne from La Corona. Immensity, hoistered in thy dear womb, now leaves his well-beloved imprisonment. Darkness. We are all some mother's child, all born through great pain. Then a flood of release, an unbearable empty. I sing a broken song, a wail of psalm, until you came. We were cold, alone this man who will raise you, and I. No mother, no midwife, one blanket, a borrowed pot of water on the fire. Did I not expect you would cry with me? You who had willed every infant's cry? Did I not expect you would need me? Your body suddenly cold, craving my skin. You bobbed your head along my chest in search of milk. Ordinary, human. Where were the trumpets? Where the showering 
of gold. We three were hushed in the dark, my blood trickling to the ground, my husband's silent tears, your infant body learning to swallow. And in this, somehow, glory. My God, you deserve more than the two of us, torn open and shivering with you in the dark. A slow practice. I wrote this poem when I was pregnant with my now 10-year-old son. He was my second born. And I remember entering into the final stages of my pregnancy with a dread I hadn't known when my first child was born. The pain and suffering that was coming, I knew it deeply already. I knew that mothering would tear me open, both literally and figuratively. I knew the euphoria of holding a new human that had come straight from my own flesh. And I knew the gentle sweetness of introducing my body to that child. I was the one who would keep him warm. I was the one whose milk existed only for him for his fragile life. What a strange and glorious thing childbirth is. In the midst of my joy, there was always the ache that my baby would never again live inside me. That the particular love we had shared in those nine months would always be different from that time on. And that was all mixed in with the utter relief of holding him of being on the other side of the suffering. I wanted to capture that intensity of both things at once in this poem. And also consider Mary's fragility, how weak and uncertain and terrified she must have felt. Today I wonder how weak and uncertain and terrified you feel. I wonder what these weeks leading up to Christmas remind you of. If there's a dread you carry with you. If there's an uncertainty or a fragility you don't know how to name. Today, can you sit in the silence and name it? Breathe in. Take a moment to imagine the cold of the night in the barn. As Mary labors and Joseph struggles to find help. Imagine a chill that whips through the cracks of the barn door. The smell of the animals. The sounds of a woman in labor. Imagine the fire that burned to keep Mary warm. Picture the borrowed pot of water on the flame. 
Were there blankets? Was there a midwife? Were there any complications with the birth? I wonder if the labor took hours. Did Joseph have a clean cloth he could use to wipe Mary's head as she pushed at the end? And what about the breaking through? When the child arrived, what did Mary feel? What do you hope she felt? And in her fragility, what did she learn about divine love? What about you? Let's spend the next couple of minutes of quiet asking ourselves that question. In your fragility, what is the sacred love of God revealing to you? Thanks for listening to The Slow Way. Choosing a moment of quiet and allowing yourself to be slow here with me is no small thing. When we move, even for a few minutes, at a pace that refuses to conform with the culture around us, we make space for God, for wisdom, 
We're a vision of ourselves and others that can only be seen when we take the time to pay attention. What I'm trying to say is we make space for love. So well done, friends. I'm proud of us. I want to thank Carson Boyette and Val Schleter for managing my social media and keeping me organized. Jason Boyette for designing the label and being my wise knower of podcasts. And the great and good Angelina Marie for editing. If you're interested in more words on the slow way, you can sign up for my newsletter at micaboyette.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at micaboyette and find my book found wherever books are sold. You can also review The Slow Way on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, if you think that's a good idea. But if you're too busy to do that, you probably shouldn't. Instead, make a cup of tea, sit and read, or better, take a nap. Until then, friends, let's go The Slow Way. See you next time.